A very warm welcome to you to Bamber Bridge tonight on this cold and wet night, but fairly warm in here with all these candles. In the name of Christ, I welcome you here to this service of readings and carols led by the Preston Methodist Voices. We have come together as Christmas draws near to prepare for the celebration of the birth of God's beloved Son. Through the days of Advent, we have followed the light of Christ, and now we travel in spirit with Mary and Joseph to Bethlehem, as we wait expectantly for the coming of the Prince of Peace. Through scripture and silence, prayer and carol, let us hear again the wonderful story of our redemption, and hearing, let us rejoice and respond with lively faith. Our service will run unannounced as we, can, as we continue this evening, so please follow your service sheet as we progress through the service. All the congregational carols are for us all to sing, so please do stand if you're able to when we get to the carols. There will be a retiring collection as you leave church tonight for the funds and support of this church in this community. But first, the choir are going to sing for you. Ding dong, ding dong. Come together as the family of God in our Father's presence to celebrate the great festival of Christmas. In this service, we hear and receive the good news of the birth of Christ, 
and we offer to God our thanksgiving in the joyful singing of carols. As we gather together in the name of Christ, we pray for the world he came to save, for the church, that it may be enabled in our generation to surrender anew to God's holy wisdom and bear the good news of God's love to a needy world. We pray for the world, which is already Christ's, that all its peoples may recognise their responsibility for its future and may be inspired by the message of Christmas to work together for the establishment of justice, freedom and peace everywhere. We pray for all in special need, the sick, the anxious, the lonely, the fearful and the bereaved, that the peace and light of the Christ child may bring hope and healing to all who sit in darkness. We commend all whom we love or who have asked for our prayers to the unfailing mercy of our Heavenly Father and say together, as Christ himself taught us, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And so in our praise and thanksgiving, let us rejoice as we await our Saviour, Christ the Lord, God with us, Prince of Peace. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him, the Virgin Mary longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that we already rejoice at the mystery of his nativity so that he may find us watchful in prayer and joyful in his praise. Amen. Our first reading is from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 and 6 to 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness. A light has dawned, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Thank you. 
Let us pray. Father, through all the ages you have called your people from darkness into light, making their gladness greater and their joy increase. As we celebrate a child born for us, a son given to us, make the light of Christ bright in our own hearts, that we may once more bring peace and reconciliation to our families, our communities, and to our world. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our second reading is from Micah chapter 5, verses 2 to 5a. But you, Bethlehem, Ephathra, though you are small among the, the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. Therefore, Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labour bears a son, and the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth. And he will be our peace when the Assyrians invade our land and march through our fortresses.
third reading is from the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, 28 to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked. Since I am a virgin, the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is, with her, is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Thanks be to God for his word.
taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 7. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. A reflection from Mary, the mother of Jesus. Your eyes are open now. Those eyes which will open the eyes of others. You study my face and, just for the moment, though you came for the world, you are mine and mine alone. I made you and you made me and we gaze at each other in equal wonderment. Your eyes are open now, and so dark, bright, sent from a night full of lights and stars, that I could watch you forever, watch your chest rise and fall, as you breathe the cattle-soaked air. I would like this moment to last forever. You are so wonderful to me, so truly wonderful as you are. But not my will, Lord, but yours be done. I must hand you over, for the world cries out for you, though I cry out to let you go. Just for tonight, let the future leave us in peace. Close your eyes, baby. Close your bright eyes on the dusty darkness of the world. There is majesty in you, but for now let it hide. Let it hide like a gem while you sleep. Let us pray. Father God, opening her heart to the power of your Holy Spirit, the Virgin Mary was covered with your shadow and she conceived a child most holy and he was called Son of God. <coughs> Open our hearts this Christmas time, we pray to the presence of your spirit working in us, that we may rejoice in your favour and bring again the Christ child into our world. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
our fifth reading is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 to 16. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Thanks be to God for his word. Let's pray. Father, Jesus, your son, was of David's royal house and line. Yet there was no room for him at the inn. He was laid in a manger with the animals as company. In our celebrations this Christmas, let us not forget the poor and the lonely, the homeless and those fleeing poverty and persecution. And in thought and deed, share our riches with them. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
a reflection from one of the shepherds. Until tonight, I couldn't fit the size of God into my head. I thought he was a God for prophets and kings, men of words and wisdom. But tonight, I'm looking at God made small. Small enough for me, small enough to pick up and hold like a lamb. I could not talk to a God in the clouds. But tonight, when I look up and smile and talk nonsense to this tiny thing, I know that I am talking to God. And it is God who smiles back at me and waves his perfect hands in delight. And tonight, in your smallness, God, you seem bigger and more powerful to me than you ever did before. I can hold you now, hold you hold you in my head and hold you in my arms and I know that you are holding me in yours. And so we pray together. Father God, you sent angels to the shepherds as they watched their flocks by night, bringing them news of great joy. A saviour born to us, who is Christ the Lord. May we not be afraid to share with all who we meet the good news of your salvation, your peace and your favour for everyone who hears it and ponders it in their heart. In the name of our Saviour, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Our sixth reading is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people, chief priests and teachers of the law, He asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, They saw the child 
with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Thanks be to God.
We three men from Oriental. <laughs> Bless King Wisdom. Don't call me wise. It isn't wisdom that drives a man to leave his home and travel through the dead of night. It isn't wisdom that makes a man leave all he has behind, court and comfort, respect and standing, to pursue a dream. Don't call me wise. I am, not I am not sure that wisdom is a burden that I want to own. I spent my life in study, mapping charts, recording information. I am old in knowledge. I am old in knowledge, stale with information held too long. Don't call me wise. Wisdom does not cause a man to embrace adventure quite so fully. It is a force apart from reason. So far beyond himself, he doesn't know how to resist its call. Don't call me wise. It is not wise to reach out for the unattainable. It is not wise to hold out so much hope. It is not wise to feel this excited. Am I following or chasing? Am I looking for kings or looking for meaning? Drawn on by the magnetism of the future, I am shedding wisdom with each and every step. I feel again the child's desire to touch a star, to touch the rim of heaven. The second king, stars. When I was young, I used to watch the stars for hours on end. I gazed so long that when I turned my head away, the patterns of the constellations still burned bright, their outlines scorched into shining traceries onto my mind. And if I closed my eyes, the darkness in my head became my own night sky. I could hold the universe, controlling galaxies with ease that only a child could know. I owned each star and watched its progress while it swam through time. As if it shone exclusively for me. I came to know the intricacies of each journey, travelling alongside each one in my own thoughts. Over the years, the stars grew further away as my knowledge increased. I ceased trying to inhabit the infinite, turned my back on the vastness to protect me from its scale. What made me rise my eyes again, return to gazing, fall in love once more with the night sky's grandeur. I own one star now. Watch its progress with such closeness, you would think it shone exclusively for me. I watched so long that when I close my eyes, it remains a single pinprick burning in my mind. All heaven has become an intimate infinity, choosing to dwell behind a closed eyelid. Third King, Anticipation. One more night. That's all we should have left, just one more night. It's nearer now. We're resting before the final journey. I can't sleep. Something in the air is making the hair on the back of my neck stand on end. My fingers are prickling with more than just the cold. With each sharp breath, I can taste excitement. It's as if 
Anticipation has just revealed itself to have a flavour more pungent than any spice. If I breathe out, I can see my breath hanging in the air, and it gives me a child's delight to watch the invisible take on form. I'm laughing like a child. I can't help myself. Every sense heightened, returned to its original vividness. Tonight, I can taste atmosphere, breathe sounds. Tonight is such a young night, and in it I am young too, younger than I've ever been. I hear voices in the air, the rustling of angels, the spreading of wings. There is only one more night. The invisible will take on form. There's a promise hanging in the air. I'm breathing it in, deep. I can't sleep. Let's pray. (coughs) Father God, The wise men saw the star as it rose, and it filled them with delight. And they came to do the Christ child homage, offering him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh from their treasures. And so may we follow your signs and wonders in our everyday world, as they reveal the presence of Christ to us, in those around us. In the name of Jesus, our starlight, we pray. Amen.
And so we pray. Father God, shepherds and kings witnessed the birth of Jesus at Bethlehem and departed with good news for all people of goodwill. With each passing year, as we rejoice anew at the coming of Christ, may we deepen our understanding of the gift of your Son, your Son, who is compassion and mercy, your Son, who is grace and salvation, your Son, who is the repeated offer of hope for the whole world. We pray in the name of your Son. Amen. to be born in a stable, 
And it talks about the Virgin Mary, and the angels, and the shepherds, and the wise men, and it ends with, what can I give him? I can give him my heart. What does Jesus need my heart for? <laughs> it's an expression, isn't it? When you, when you give somebody your heart, you give them <coughs> your voice, <coughs> your love, your loyalty, and your commitment. And is this a traditional Christmas present exchange? What do I get in return? Okay, Judith, well, how about all your sins forgiven? A plan and a purpose for your life? The certainty of eternity in heaven? That does sound better than figgy pudding. <laughs> we'll sing that one next time, shall we? Because it's more juicy than the one about figgy pudding. <laughs> If only all carol singers were that funny. <laughs> when you arrive to church this evening, you will have been given a candle. So please, can you find that candle, because we're going to be using it shortly. In our next carol, we're going to sing Silent Night. And during this carol, we're going to share the light of Christ from the Advent wreath. So I'll come forward with this candle and pass it to somebody, and then we're going to pass it around church as we share God's light amongst us all. And then we're going to keep the candle lit till the end of the service. But before we do that, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that when the world was very dark, you came to bring light into our darkness. You came in the night to bring light into the lives of Mary and Joseph. You came to Bethlehem, then as it is now, a very troubled town, bringing light to all who came to trust in you. And so you come to us now, into our lives and into our world bringing light still to your people. And as a symbol of your light, we will now share the flame as we light our own candles. As we sing, we bring before you our lives and ask that you might shine your light into our darkness. Help us to see now the light that will shine for us that it will be here for us forever, not just at Christmas time. In Jesus' name we sing, we pray, and we light our candle.
quite beautiful to look out and see the light that we've all shared together. As we focus now on the candle we have before us, we're going to turn to our prayers for the world, for the church, for those known to us, and for ourselves. There's going to be a sung response to the prayers. The choir will lead us in those sung responses. But when you feel you've learnt the tune, please do join in with us. So let us pray to the Lord our God through words, song, and in the thoughts of our hearts and minds. like good news for those whose income has fallen this year because of redundancy, unemployment or benefit reductions. God, help us to give gifts that cost love instead of money. Not to fear the rising costs of Christmas or to go into debt to pay for it. those who are hard up, may the angel's message be good news and bring light to the earth. Emmanuel, come to us. like good news for those who are homeless or lonely. If we don't have a warm place to be or a warm welcome for those we love. God, help those of us with houses and families to open our homes and hearts to those without them so that the angel's message may truly be good news and be a light in the darkness for those who are homeless or lonely. 
Emmanuel, come to us. like good news for those who have left their homes, communities, towns and countries this year, fleeing from violence, war or terror. Christmas doesn't feel much like good news if you live in a tent out in the open air and it will simply be a day of struggle like any other. God, bring hope into the uncertainty of life as a refugee. Help those of us who live secure lives to give what we can to those who have left everything behind so that the angel's message may be good news and be a light in the darkness for those who are refugees. Emmanuel, come to us. like good news for those who are ill or suffering thank you God for the dedication and care of medical staff many of whom will be at work even on Christmas day we know that our earthly bodies won't last forever but we also know that you are the God of the impossible and still working miracles today. Please bring healing by medicine or miracle so that the angel's message may be good news and be a light in the darkness for those who are sick. Emmanuel, come to us.
if Christmas is to be good news for each of us here tonight, we need you, God, to meet us in Jesus Christ. We need you to offer us freedom, new hope and healing. We need to see our community transformed by this good news. Help us not to do away with the manger this Christmas, but to meet the Christ child afresh and discover what the good news of his birth means for our lives so that it may be for us a bright light in the darkness of our lives. Emmanuel, come to us. Saviour, Emmanuel, God with us, we ask all these prayers. Amen. John 1, verses 1 to 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He only he came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, 
nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father full of grace and truth. Thanks be to God for his word. Let's pray. Father God, from all eternity, your word is with you, and is you, and all that is, came into being through your word. Yet in the fullness of time, this same word became flesh, one like us, and lived among us, the glory of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. <clears throat> May we, once again this Christmas, come silently in wonder and awe as your life and light is given to us, Jesus the Lord, through Christ our Lord. Amen.
And so as we come to conclude this service, this time together, we pray a prayer in preparation for Christmas. Burst into the world, Lord, as a wrinkled and bloodied newborn child, we pray, and shock us with your vulnerability and your crying need. Come into the world as one of the insignificant ones, we pray, for whom the world can find no room. Confront us with the squalor of the animal shed where Mary laboured for you, cried out for you, shed her blood for you, went to death's gates to push you into life. Come into the world as a child on the edge, we pray, granted safe space by a man who was not your father. Come to us in your defencelessness, we pray, your mother's agony for you, your foster father's acceptance of you. Come to us as we wait. Come to us, we pray. Amen.
And so may the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the perseverance of the wise men, the obedience of Joseph and Mary, and the peace of the Christ child be ours this Christmas. And may the blessing of the Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, come down upon us and remain with each of us always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.